Hello, this is Michael Justin Lee, the president of the IB Dream. Thank you for joining us for another episode in our series of talks with students at the elite universities. Today, we are very, very happy to be joined by Ali, a first year student at Yale from Turkey. Ali, welcome. Hi. Ali, we would like to inform our listeners about your academic background. May we spend some time talking about your high school education? Yes, of course. Where did you obtain your secondary school education? For the first two years of high school, I was in Turkey at coach school. And for my last two years, I was at a Swiss boarding school called Anstitula Rose. Ah, oh, what a wonderful school. I... Ali, when did you decide that you wanted to go to university in the United States and specifically to ascend uh, an Ivy League school? I definitely heard of the quality of education at Ivy League institutions and especially Yale. And nearing my junior year, I started having thoughts about applying and I consulted my counselors at Rose and also outside. And we decided that it was the best decision for me to apply to Yale. That's wonderful. Did you consider attending universities outside the United States? I did, yes. How did you then ultimately decide that the United States was perfect for you? I chose the United States primarily because of the abundance of career opportunities. And also I wanted to double major, which I thought the U.S. was a great place to do alongside politics and economics. And that's why I thought the United States was a great destination. Oh, that's wonderful. In your school, when did they start turning students' attention towards taking the SAT? So at no point was the SAT, at least in my school, encouraged um, as an obligation. It was sort of considered as an option for students to stand out. And many of my peers did start studying for the SATs beginning their sophomore year, I think, but primarily most people started focusing on it their junior year. I see. Did you yourself uh, focus on it? Junior year would have been your first year at your high school, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, did you uh, spend a lot of time preparing in junior year for it? Yes, I did. Let's turn to the Common App. What do you think um, you wrote in your Common App essay that particularly distinguished you, which clearly you must have in order to have been accepted by Yale? In my Common App essay, I definitely did... Um, work a lot to make my application unique to me and play to my own strengths. And in that sense, I, I've, I've enjoyed writing for a long time. And therefore I used each of the specific requirements uh, for the Common App essay to focus on different aspects of myself. There were some that I focused on being an artist and doing ceramic sculptures. And there were some others that I focused on community outreach and leadership. Yeah, could we uh, delve into that a little bit? The Your activities outside of the school, outside of academics, what was uh, your focus on doing those? So I did heavily focus on my internships, um, which I had four of by the time I applied to Yale. And also I talked about community building and the advocacy projects I did while in Rosé. Um, during my time at Rosé, I campaigned. I did a student campaign, which advocated for the creation of more um, resources for the student body, including hand like sanitation, period products, and such resources, and also sex education on campus. And I helped negotiate with the administration to bring new pre like period product dispensers to campus, while also 
kind of bringing in new forms of sex education that improved upon the previous curricula. Well, that's very fascinating, very uh, enterprising of you. Did your counselors assist you in your various extracurricular activities or were they all of your own initiative? Um, in the activities themselves? No, I wouldn't say so. They were all my activities, but they helped me kind of frame them and draw out my strengths through them. Ali, was it common at La Rose for students to engage in such extracurricular activities? Um, extracurricular activities in general, I definitely say that Rose was very strong um, in promoting students to pursue extracurricular interests. It definitely was a trend in my school. Mm -hmm. I see. What did you write on Yale's school-specific essays? What was your general focus in answering them? The Beinecke, which is a rare book and manuscript library at Yale, which I thought was fascinating. And for my Why Yale essay, I wrote about the Beinecke's fire system. So basically at the Beinecke, to give a very rough outline, there's a system that very, very heavily protects the rare manuscripts and books from fire hazard. And I thought that that kind of was a testament to how they valued intellectual diversity and free expression on campus. Oh, that is very enterprising of you to uh, even known of such a thing in your application. Was applying to Yale specifically very popular, very common among your classmates? Um, I'm not sure for regular decision, but for early, early action, I wouldn't say it was that popular. Oh, was not. You did apply early action, therefore. I did, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, how did you handle letters of recommendation, or, and uh, you specifically, but uh, in general, uh, students from La Rose? I don't think um, for letters of recommendation, La Rose students did anything that was vastly different from what's usually done. We did start collecting letters of recommendation from teachers um, in the second term of our junior year. That was where we first started speaking to teachers. I'm not sure how outside recommendations worked out. There may have been some people who got other um, recommendation letters from like other sources and connections. But for me, that was not the case. I spoke with my teachers to develop the best application that I could. And I contacted mm -hmm. them. Okay. You were required to submit a resume. Was that difficult for someone of your age? We were not required to submit a resume specifically, but we were required to list our extracurricular activities. Um, I definitely say that it's quite difficult to have a comprehensive resume, but I do think it kind of helps um, students reflect on themselves and the type of application that they want to construct. Mm -hmm. Ali, you clearly had excellent guidance when you're in school. Can you think of anything that, that could have been done differently by your school or by yourself that would have been even better in terms of your application process? Made it smoother, made it uh, uh, even more outstanding. There were definitely certain weaknesses as in any school, like as in every school that my school had. What I had differently was that I kind of made the effort to develop connections and relationships with my own advisors. And I, and I mm. did contact them often. There were students who did not which I think set them back. In the end, the resources were there to be used, but not everyone did use them equally. So um, I definitely say that kind of encouraging students to make better use of those resources could have been a, like another step that the school could take. Mm. Now, Ali, now that you're in the United States, in the American education system, having come from a non-American education system, how do you feel the transition has been for you? 
So the transition to academics in America has been quite challenging for me in some ways. Um, in the U.S., especially, there's a lot of discourse about grade inflation and whether grading is fair in all courses. Sometimes some majors have different grading practices than others, for example, STEM versus humanities, which I definitely have adjusted to in my first semester. I definitely say that I've used Yale's resources quite often in that sense, and I do think Yale's a pretty good school. Oh, without question, it is. And um, Ali, are you still intent on majoring in what you mentioned earlier,、uh, economics, political science, and art? Um. So at Yale, there's a specific major called ethics, politics, and economics, and yes, I'm I'm thinking of double majoring in like we call it EP&E here, EP&E and art.、Mm-hmm. Ali, may I ask,、um, to the extent that you know, what do you intend to do upon graduation, career-wise, academic-wise, anywise? In that sense, I'm still undecided. I would say I, I do think I have to have a bit more career experience to conclusively decide which industry I want to go to. I presume you would have addressed areas that interest you initially when you were applying. Did you write on any of that、um, in your applications? Oh、uh, yes, I did. Yeah, may I ask what those were at that time? I realize that you may have,、uh, di- you are uncertain. Of course, you're a first year student. So my personal profile kind of combined politics with arts. So in my application, I talked about how during my internships, I worked at communications and political communications, both for NGOs and political parties. I did graphic design in order to create、um, advocacy posters. Multimedia, which I also did in my school, by the way.、Um, but I focus on those two internships, for which I combine arts and politics. And also in my school, I also worked on creating kind of informative resources for my school community to benefit from. Ali, may I turn to non-academics? How has been settling in socially at Yale? So I definitely say that the American social scene is very different from Europe or Turkey. Social-wise, I do think American universities are great to develop your social skills and your ability to develop connections. And Yale does have its own issues when it comes to like adapting students or academics, etc. But like, there's an abundance of counselors that help you navigate social life. For like each each community, there's a lot of cultural centers. There's great international. Advising, although I'm not going to say it's perfect because it does have its flaws. I definitely have used Yale's resources a lot.、Yeah. Was it comfortable adjusting to Yale's specific residential college system? I do think the residential college system has its own benefits, and first years are required to have a meal plan that requires them to attend every meal at dining halls. So I definitely say that that's its strength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ali. For our listeners, our audience members who are very、um, uh, motivated, what are the five major tips that you would have for those who want to follow in your footsteps? Oh wow! Okay, so I definitely say number one has to be to not to. Okay, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but like primarily, I'd say just focus on yourself. I think that was a major issue for me because at that time. When I was applying, everyone told me that arts and politics were too unrelated, and that I wouldn't kind of have a main strength to draw on, which turned out to be incorrect. And so, in that sense, I definitely say to listen to your gut and to yourself before anyone else. And for two, I'd say to start early because I know a lot of people who start 
the college application process too late. And at that point, there's nothing to do to improve their application. And they kind of go into it unprepared. So I definitely uh, recommend starting as early as possible. For three, I definitely say to surround yourself with people that are honest to you. Because in a lot of cases, we students think that as compared to our school community, we're special or different. But like considering the entirety of the application pool, I wouldn't say that anyone is necessarily unique in any sense, as much as we think we may ourselves to be. So I definitely say that having people who are honest and straightforward with you kind of helps develop like awareness. For four, um, I definitely recommend working on your writing and just kind of revising and revising your application essays. And five, I definitely say to like be consistent with your efforts because I do think that a lot of people kind of tend to pack on a lot of extracurricular activities nearing the end of their high school experience. So I definitely say that like starting early in high school uh, with projects with different areas of interest would be more impressive for like, like um, Ali, you have given us five wonderful, very impressive tips. Thank you so much for those. <laughs> you uh, and you've named them off the top of your head um, incredibly well. Thank you, Ali. What does success mean to you? What does success mean to me? Wow, I definitely think that success has to do with um, how you see yourself and how you feel being in your own skin. I wouldn't say that. Success is the same for everyone else, um, as it is for me. I definitely think one of my biggest successes is um, having so much international experience and moving around so much in the last couple of years. And uh, in terms of uh, life goals, how would you define success? I think that success has to do with how you kind of set yourself apart from other people in many ways. Um, if, if, for example, in the American college system, there's a lot of people that just define success to be to be good at STEM or like to get into finance or just get internships. But I think it's just to be different than others and do and to have skills that others can't do or replace. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Ali, you have given us a wealth of information and I think many, many uh, listeners to our, of our podcast will benefit tremendously from it. I'd like to thank you so very, very much uh, for giving us this time, for sharing your knowledge and your experiences. And uh, it is our hope that uh, you will continue to greater and greater successes of your own. Thank you so much for having me.